George W. Bush, and I approve this message. We're about to rock your world, baby. Fast? Fuck you! Oh, you're going the right way for a smack bottom, and I don't care who knows it! <laughs> Austin! This is my twin sister. Her name, Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck me! See? Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> The G Man. And this is the BS show. Number 32. 32. 32. 32. Wait, 200. 168 to go. Oh my God. 200. Wow. Yeah. 200. Who would have thought? Who would have thought we even did 32 and got away with it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just as a quick reminder, anybody watching, uh, we met on a train, an Amtrak train coming from Chicago to New York. And uh, three years later, who would have thunk it? We're doing our show here, but yeah, thirty week thirty two, and we're in a Jewish holiday right now, and uh, we want to be able to talk about uh, people who are observing this holiday, and you know. We want to wish everybody who's Jewish who listening to us a happy New Year, and tomorrow you got to atone for your sins. We know you have many, so throw a lot of stones in the water. <laughs> and we have to thank uh, acknowledgement for the office for here. the office, Mr. Craig P. 77 Water Street, 35th floor. We appreciate everything you've done for us, and uh, we, we really enjoy being in the office. It's really helped us out quite a bit. It's a nice, uh, a nice adventure coming into the city. We've had some challenges. We've had some challenges, but we enjoy it. We're enjoying the, the, the office. Thank you. Yeah, and also we want to tell you about where you can find us. So if you want to watch videos, where would you find us, Alan? Oh, I don't know. Where? Tell me where. BitChute. Oh, BitChute. BitChute.com. B-I-T-S-C-H-U-T-E. C-H-U-T-E. BitChute.com. And where can you find us on audio podcasts? I think we're on Amazon Music. Bingo. I think we're on Spotify. I think we're on Red Circle. I think we're on Stitcher. And our own channel. Son of a bitcher. Yay. So here we are. Week number 32. Show number 32. If you like what you're hearing, you're going to like what comes next. We have a little bumper music coming in, and we're going to come back with our favorite segment, Idioms for Idiots. Yay! So keep it locked here, because we're going to be right back. Hi, we're back as promised, and our favorite segment is Idioms for Idiots. Yay! So here we are, Idioms for Idiots, and Alan, can you uh, share with people what Actually, an idiom is? An idiom is like uh, step on a crack, break your mother's back, or like we had one a couple weeks ago, walls to the walls, but that's not good if you're in prison. That's exactly Because then right. Tyrone or Bubba right behind you. Yeah. So that ain't good. So we analyze what these things, what we think they may mean, um, 
we don't really know what they mean or who really says them, but we kind of analyze them our own little way. These are just silly things that people say that people say every day. And uh, I have no idea really what they mean or who really said them. So here we are. So without further ado, go Idiom, to it. Idioms, idiots, number one. Yeah. Did you order this? Well, why would it, if I didn't order it, why would it be mine? <laughs> why would you ask me a dumb question like that? Did you order this? Of course of I ordered it. Of course I ordered it. it. That's why I got it. That's why I wanted right. it. Right. Otherwise, I wouldn't order it. Duh. Yeah, that's a real dumb question. Did you order it? Of course I ordered it. Why would I order something I didn't want? And if I didn't? I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> order it. What's that? That's right. Duh. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know, it's like, yeah, I did order this. Is there a problem with that? Right, right. Just because you, you don't like it? Are you looking at me? Well, I like it. You don't. I don't care. That's why I ordered it. It's my order. Right. Yeah. It's not your order. It's my order. All right, here we go. <laughs> number two. Yeah, number two. Do I have to spell it out for you? Did you go to English class? Why would I have to spell it out for you? You should know how to spell. Do I right? have to spell it out for you? What am I spelling out for you? Is it, does this come with the alphabet soup? Yeah, right. <laughs> Do I need to teach you the English language? You got to go back to school to have English? You what? I got to spell it out for you? Do I need a megaphone? I have right. to spell it out for you. Right. That's kind of brutal. Do I have to spell it? Like, it sounds like you're actually sounds like a pretty dumb off. person. Well, they're pretty stupid. Right. You know, I have to spell it out for you. Yeah. Number three. I like this one. Yeah. Do you get my drift? Do you get my drift? Am I in the ocean? Am I floating in the water? Yeah. Did I drift? fart? Is it driftwood? Wait, did I fart in your direction? Did, you did I fart in a storm? Did you get my drift? <laughs> did I create a ripple in the water? A ripple effect in the water? <laughs> did you get my drift? Are there bubbles in the bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me like the, the, the Mr. Bubbles. <laughs> the bubbles, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the bubbles. Huh? The bubbles. No, it's not. <laughs> So everybody farts about 14 times a day. You know? I don't know how true that I is. I never counted them. I don't know. A fart over. A fart over. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> a bell goes off every time you fart. Bing, 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 bing. What's that bell? Oh, that's my phone. And then there's the one that goes silent but deadly. SBD. <laughs> An SBD. Here we go. Number the bell four. ain't going off for that one. Number four. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah. Easy does it. Well, what are you going to do with hard? Hard does it? You want easy, does it, right? I you want, want it the easy you way. You want the easy way. You're not going to do it. You don't want it the hard way. That's like saying, I want my e eggs, eggs easy over, over, you know? I want my eggs hard. I don't want it hard way. Oh. <laughs> then you have hard boiled, right? I want it easy. I want it easy. Easy. Well, you know what that, you know what that reminds me of? <laughs> I, I like to order scrambled eggs with bacon and cheese right. on, a, on a roll. Right. I always say scrambled, but somehow <laughs> I always get it regular, you know, like a hard boiled, not a hard boiled, um, Soft boils? Like sunny side up. Okay, yeah. They assume that you want a regular egg. Right. But I like scram I don't like it that way. I like scrambled egg. I actually had oh, an argument. I, get you. I actually I get had you. an argument with a guy yeah. in a deli who said, You ordered that way. I said, Listen to me. I don't like it that way. I would never <laughs> order it that way. You didn't hear what I told you. You have selective hearing. I didn't answer. I said easy over. Easy doesn't. And you said scramble, so. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to scramble. Because he, he wanted to do it the easy way. I think way. his brains were scrambled. Yeah, they were, probably were. Yeah. Number five. Everything comes up roses. What if I planted petunias? How could they come up roses? But everything comes up roses. Or clover. Or 
poinsettia. So if everything comes up roses, does that mean the sun will shine again tomorrow? I don't know. What about if something stinks then what? Because roses are supposed to smell good, right? Yeah. And what if the rose has a thorn on it and you prick your finger on it? You know? Then you got a then you got a stinky rose with a prick. Every, yeah. A lot of pricks from around. Well, we don't know. We got pricks without roses running around. <laughs> we just ran into a couple we just of them. We just ran into one at, at the subway. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to start a fight with us. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to go into that. Yeah, later. Later. A little later. That'd be 15 minutes of shame yeah, later we're on. We're going to go into that. <laughs> numbers. Every time we come to the city, I know, it's always, something. Happens. It's always something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, number six. I love it. Fat chance. Well, what if I want a skinny chance? Fat chance. What if I want a skinny chance? Is bigger better? Fat is, is, is skinny better or fat? The fat is better. What if I don't want fat chance? That's not good for your heart, is it? Fat chance? Fat. No, no. Fat a little, chance. A little fat is cholesterol. Not a lot. High cholesterol. Yeah, high fat. cholesterol. Fat. Fat chance. Yeah. We're going to get you some fat chance today. Don't worry. Sit there. Wait a couple of minutes. We'll have, we'll, a, lot of fat for we'll have Fredo in the kitchen and <laughs> cooking, <laughs> getting you some fat chance. Only, only, only in Chinatown, you got fat chance. <laughs> That's right, General yeah. Chow's chicken, yeah. fat chance. <laughs> and Hung Lo was cooking it. One Hung Lo. Fungu nuts. Fungu nuts, yeah. yeah. Number seven. Fill in the blanks. What if I want to fill in the blanks? Why would you have blanks for anyway? You're shooting blanks? Yeah, fill in the blanks. That's like loading a pistol. Load the pistol. Fill in the blanks. blanks. Starter's pistol, right? Fill in the blanks. If you're shooting blanks, you better be not be in bed with your wife. Oh, exactly. Or your right. girlfriend. Fill in the blanks. It's like you only have part of the story. You don't have the whole story. So fill in the blanks. Tell me what I don't know. Well, you don't know shit. What if I don't know it? How am I going <laughs> to fill in the blanks then? You can't fill How the fuck I fill in the blanks? I don't know the story. Exactly. You know, that I, doesn't make sense, does it? No, no. It makes no <laughs> sense. That's why it's an idiom. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Fire away. Fire away. As opposed to? Not firing at all. Not fire away. Fire away. But if you don't want to fire away, you want to shoot away. Yeah. But if you want to fire away, what would you be firing at? Right. Well, you know, I got some choices. It reminds me of Alamo. They, they, they yell in Spanish, fuego. 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 Yeah. And they bomb the hell out of uh, the Alamo. No. He, well, there's another part of that story that you don't know about. When they say fuego, they're going, fuego. Oh, yeah, we got some good shit. Come, hey, fuego, come over here. Over here, man. Fuego. Here. Before you go back to the border, check this out. Fuego. Cheech and Chong were just here. They gave it the seal of approval. I got some fuego. Mio, mio. Oh, mio, mio, fuego. Right now, Nancy <coughs> Pelosi was here too before she ran to the border because she's leaving town real she soon. Had a, she had a neckerchief on. We recognized her. <laughs> She went out with, what's the other woman's name? New York, the new governor? Cole, Cole, or whatever her name is. They, they run out together. They look like the Lennon sisters. They look alike. No. Are they related? I don't know. They are, actually. I don't know. They are related somehow. Right. I don't remember how, though. Fire away. Okay. Oh, that was fire away. Number nine. Number nine. This is what I like to tell some people right now in this show. Thing. Get lost. Get lost. Why would you want to get lost? To, be driving, found, to get found. Well, if you if you're driving, you don't want to get lost. You want to know where the hell you're going. 
It's like this what guy came to New York with his wife. He lost his wife. He had to go to Lost and Found to go find her. You know, there she was. Like they had he, didn't want, he didn't want to go find her. <laughs> no, he found her. That's your wife. He goes, no, no, no. <laughs> no that's not mine. That's <laughs> yours. You didn't know it. I don't he, want it. And he walked out. No, 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 no. It's not my wife. It looks like my wife, but I don't think that's her, you know. I don't, I don't, take, I don't take claim to that one. Yeah, everybody's got a double. I think she's got a yeah, double. Yeah, she's a double. I ain't her. <laughs> she's, that's a ringer. I got her lost on purpose in New York City. <laughs> We did a circle jerk around 33rd Street, yeah. and then I, like I quickly got away from it. Yeah. Circle jerk, a circle jerk back to that. Number 10. I like this one. Yeah. Get off my back. Get off my back. What is somebody doing on your back to begin with? The nasty. I don't know. Who could they be doing? Well, it could be on your front then. If they're on your back, well, if they're on your back, right? Could it be a piggyback off. race. Got to throw them off. You'd have to. But you'd be a hunchback if you let him stay there, right? right? A hunchback. Well, what about actually, if you want to be on my front instead of my back? Oh, that could be perverted, you know, the front, you know? Push, push in the bush. I don't could know. be. You know, get off my Ram, bam, in the can. That's right. Especially if you're in a slammer. You have real. Ram, bam, in the can. Ram, bam, we're in the can. Let's slam. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Might not that Prince Albert in the can. Not that there's anything wrong with it. You might get Prince Albert in the can. <laughs> Right now, you might have Governor, former Governor Cuomo and his, he's got some his, of his boys in the can. He's got some of his boys that haven't come forward there because their can's still hurting. <laughs> and they don't have no can opener. By the way, they're probably still hiding in the Hamptons. In the right Hamptons now. somewhere, yeah. Fredo's shining shoes and Cuomo's selling pretzels. <laughs> We're not sure who's making more money. <laughs> they're arguing over the tips. Right, their own tip. <laughs> <laughs> Cigars, cigarettes, <laughs> to to up, yeah. Michael Kay, who's the Yankee announcer on TV and also has his own ESPN show, says always, he always says the defense from left to right, which I always thought was you go right to left. So he says the defense left to right, when he announces the umpires, he goes right to left. Would that make any sense? You do one one way and one the other way. That doesn't make sense. So I, I don't know. why, why would you, If you're going to do left to right, for the, uh, for the fielders, why don't you do left to right for the umpires? 
It makes no sense. Well, Michael Kay doesn't make sense sometimes. No, no. I, I, I never really watched him, but the few well, times that I did... Well, you don't need to. No, now I know I don't need to, because he doesn't know his left hand from his right hand. And David Cohn, who announces with him sometimes, always says that Yankee Stadium, if the pitcher's on the slab on the boogie down Bronx, why do you just say the pitcher's on the mound? Why does he got to say boogie down on Bronx? Slab? On the slab. Is it a morgue? Yeah, well, you, you got a body there, but... What probably else? do. Yeah, well. Probably a guy's batting 240, you know, not even bat, batting his weight. Yeah, he's on the slab. <laughs> I think I think David Cohen should be on the slab in the morgue. Joe Buck, during the Yankee and Met game, says when uh, uh, the Baez, who's on the Mets now, when he swings at pitches out of the strike zone, it makes it easier for the pitcher to strike out. Really? No How did you come up with that one? Where did you come up with that genius? Well, <laughs> when you swing at pitches out of the strike zone, it makes it easier for the pitcher to strike you out. No kidding, Sherlock. That's a no-brainer. That, that, uh -huh. That's a yogiism. Yeah. If you if you swing at bag pitches, you will strike right. out. That's now, how I would. Now, it. in the Jet game Sunday, against against the Panthers, Dan Phelps, the announcer, says <laughs> the defensive cornerback is playing very physical. He's supposed to do touch the guy. What is wrong with these people? I think he got hit in the head too many times. He's playing he quarterback. <laughs> I mean, what? what? Supposed, what are you? I'm not supposed. I'm supposed. Am I supposed to play physical? Am I supposed to hurt the guy or not? Am I supposed to let him run around me? No contact. No contact. No contact. Yeah. No contact. Don't touch the guy. He's Don't got play a physical. big contract. Leave him yeah. alone. Don't yeah. touch him. Yeah. So here's another one with Mr. Michael K. Michael Kay, who has a show on ESPN between 2 and 6, depending on when the Yankee Thank game goes on. Thank you for the forewarning. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I wish I didn't listen to it either. But uh, <laughs> but uh, on WFAN at that time, you got uh, Carton, and I can't stand that guy. He's another moron. But anyway, so Michael Kay's show with Peter Rosenberg and Don LaGreca, they're talking about milk chocolate and dark chocolate, and then they're talking about chocolate chip cookies as opposed to, to raisin cookies for 20 minutes. Who gives a shit? That's not sports talk. If I want to watch a cooking show, I'll watch a cooking show. That's a sports Emerald. show. You watch Emerald. Yeah. You watch a cooking show. Or Rachel Ray. Yeah, Rachel. What? Who gives a shit about that? But that's a sports talk show. Really? I don't think so. Much to, much to do about nothing. Wow. Oh, man. I'm telling you. So then the Yankees are playing the Twins. And um, who, who says this? I forget who says this. Oh, Michael. Oh, this is, um, this is um, um, John Sterling. John Sterling says... The Yankees are batting with one with one man on base with two outs, and John Sterling says the pitching coach coming out, and then he follows it up with, "It's the Twins pitching coach." Well, it wouldn't be the Yankee pitching coach, no. you moron. The Yankees are up. <laughs> Why would the Yankee pitching coach come out? He changed uniforms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, where where'd you get this stuff from? He's I mean, disguise. He's not really. Uh, he had to tell us that it was the. That was the Twins pitching coach that was coming out. No. Well, really, the Yankees are up, so obviously it's the Twins pitching coach. Why would the Yankee coach come out? And hey, let me tell the pitcher what you're throwing to my guy so we can strike him out. Uh, really? I don't think so. You know what's bad about this? This is a visual that you're seeing. This, right. If this was radio, right. you could, as a fan... You could actually hear it as stupid. Yeah, how stupid they are. Because right. let's say you're blind or you're just, you're just a, a radio enthusiast. Because radio is usually a better way to, to get into the game. But when these guys do the video, they their play-by-play and their, their oh, analysis. Man. Well, John Sterling's on the radio, so, you know. What's he going to Doesn't sound pretty stupid, doesn't he? Yeah, because, you know, you have to tell them what they're going to see, how they're going to see it, right. describe it. And it's a lost art, I think, 
of right. a sports now. So yeah, these guys are uh, shooting themselves in the foot, I think. No, every time there's a Yankee game on, uh, and WFA and ESPN, all you hear about is all these betting sites. So DraftKings now has a commercial that says for new for new users, first time betters, you can bet five dollars to win two hundred dollars. But then there's restrictions. However, you get two hundred dollars in site credit, and it must be used within seven days. Did you really win? And at the end of the commercial, it says, "If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler." Really? <laughs> what? Is there something wrong with that? Is that an oxymoron or what? I have a problem. So you, to so you didn't win. I mean, you won, but but you, but you can't take the money out. You have to play again, okay? And you have to do it within seven days. But if you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. We have to. We're, we, you put a five dollar bet in, and you want, and you win two hundred dollars, but you can't take it out. So we have to make you gamble some more, so, so we can give some money back. From right, <laughs> right. But if you have a gambling problem, you call one eight hundred Gambler. You know, this is like this is like Abbott and Costello when. Uh, Who's on first? No, Abbott tries to hoodwink Costello when they're playing at craps. Right, right. And he says, "Have you ever played this game before, the Costello?" Oh, no, I've never played it before. And Avid is going like to the other guys. We oh, got to sucker yeah. in. Next thing you know, Costello's saying, Little Joe, me, Little Joe, where'd you learn that from? <laughs> the other Part kids, eight. Other kids are just saying it. Right. And all of a sudden, he keeps winning and winning and winning, whether it's beginner's luck or right. whatever. And you crack up, like, you know what? You've never done this before? Well, if you've done it before, you know, like, you're beating the hell out of all of us. Right, right. You know, maybe we should be called one angel gamble because right. we're going to be robbing us. us. Right, right. <laughs> and so, now, this is a real... Now, I, I, I watch baseball a lot, and this was the, the Yankee game versus the Mets, and Buster Only, the ESP announcer, did not shut up through a three-hour game. Did not... Not for one second did he shut up. You know, like, shut up. And you're talking about everything under the sun. Just shut up and, why, and listen. Let us watch the freaking game. Totally changed. You know, I mean, come on. Sometimes no air is better than than blowhard air, which is what you're doing. But ESPN, well, that's ESPN for you. you know? Action speaks louder than words. So let the game begin. Let them play and describe the action. If there's no action, right. then just let it be. Don't make up the number. You got numbers out of numbers of numbers and numbers. And Listen. I don't want to hear about your wife's cooking recipe. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I don't care how many times the guy strikes out. How, you don't need to know every speed of every pitch, you know. Um, just crazy shit, man. Well, guess me is the terminologies that they're using now. It's like coming out of an encyclopedia. You know? Well, they, they, they do have to use slang, okay? But if you don't know slang... And with a lot of people who speak different languages here, if you don't know the slang, then you don't know what these words mean. You know, raking, you know, just, what do you mean raking? What the fuck is raking? I think of raking, picking up raking, right. you know, October rake. raking leaves. Right. I right. mean, for me, I like raking. You know? Right. They don't, they don't, these people don't know what that means, you know. So why I, just say the right thing? And a home run, they got to say how far it is and how fast it goes out. Who gives a shit? Listen, if it goes over the, over the fence... Whether it's one foot over or 300 feet over the fence, it's a home run. It doesn't count for the same thing. So, so I don't care if it's 480 feet, 437 feet, 450 feet. You made it out of park. And they have to tell you how every pitch is 99 miles an hour. It's not the pitch, how fast it is. It's where you put the pitch, really. You could, put, you could throw a 75 mile an hour pitch. If it, if it sinks and the guy can't hit it, it don't matter. It wasn't 100 miles an hour. 
Okay, and you, and they got and they got to have a pitch count. You got you got to know what the pitch count is. So God forbid you should know how many pitches the guy doesn't throw or does throw. You know what I mean? Gives a crap. What I call it is paralysis through analysis. Right, you, and the analysis sucks. Yeah, and, and it's, it's bad. I mean, like I said, action speaks louder words. If the guy's running from to second base, describe what you see. Right. If the catcher makes a good throw, say it. Guy say threw, it. The guy threw made a nice throw to the yeah, right. Because people are visualizing what you're saying. So be careful right. what you say. You know, but these guys, they think they, that they, they patronizing just, right. the uh, the head of the host of the show is going to give them job security. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. Some of these people have no freaking sense that. I'm going to get it. And these things that I'm talking about, I have not made up. This is all stuff that I observe watching TV or listening to the radio. I'm expecting to watch their show next week and see them all with brown noses, you know. Oh, Jesus, there's something. They got brown something. I don't know if it's noses, though. But anyway. No, really, it's a shame when when you all have the same addiction, the same language, the lingo, and it's wrong. Right. So here they are, all of them, and you think at least one of them would say, no, no, let me get this shit back right. on course. Right. Guys, nobody I'm sorry. Wants it. Nobody wants We it. need to get right. back on course. And, and to me, that's how you lose fans. I mean, right. I, you know, I don't know what network they're on, but, they're, you know, I, I say network. Nitwits. 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 ESPN Nitwits. There's a new show in town. Or Yes Nitwits. Yes Nitwits. Yeah. Set of networks. Yeah. Anyway, anything else we got? That's pretty much for sports stupidism. That's enough stupidism, isn't it? That's enough stupidism for today. That's for sure. And as we said, we're not here to pick on Michael K. We're just making observations. Alan's making some very, very good points here. And I have to tell you. You guys need to step up your game if you want to be announcing next season. So this Man. is a wrap. We're coming back and uh, keep it locked here. We're coming yeah. back with uh, everyday annoyances. Yes. And you can tell that song goodbye. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me, I can be center field. Put me in, coach, I'm ready to play. Put me in, coach, I'm ready to play. Yes, I can, center field. I'm ready. Alan Gibbon, that's for you, for the G-Man. segment now is everyday, everyday annoyances. annoyances. Alan, Let me tell you what about troubles that? you? Well, everyday annoyances, things that happen in everyday life that you most people don't pay attention to, but unfortunately, or fortunately, I do, and I write them down. So, uh, and I'm this, glad that you do. <laughs> yeah, this, is, uh, this is something that, I, I, you know, I really can't believe, but it, 
whatever. Um, I somebody sent me a post about Biden and Harris, and I put Hooker Harris and backwards buffoon Biden. They, 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 I said they need a muzzle and a straight jacket. And I was banned for three days by Facebook. However, um, I disagreed with them, and I sent them a copy of the New York Post for the last couple of days. Uh, they talked about how Biden was messing up Afghanistan and, you know, and Harris is nowhere to be seen. And I sent them a picture of both front pages. And then I got an email from them saying, we misunderstood you. <laughs> what did you misunderstand? Because I sent you the front page of the post for two days? You changed your mind? What the hell? I didn't say anything so terrible anyway. We I've seen a lot worse on there. We were going to um, spank you, but we have to correct ourselves. Right. And, and it's a good thing they did that because they realized that it was uh, it's common knowledge. Right. But in today's political arena, you can't say anything. Right. You can't say nothing. You can. Luckily, you'll Shh. whisper. Why are you whispering for? Because they're listening. Oh, okay. We might be banned from the show. Exactly. We might be banned from our own show. Well, we were banned from... From YouTube, YouTube, right. That's why right. I'm doing this. That's why oh, we're wait, not doing wait. YouTube. We're not on YouTube anymore. Yay! We're on YouTube. We can Yay! talk about YouTube. We can talk about YouTube. Anyway, that's all. So, <laughs> so, on that. so, so this is something else that happened to me. I, I don't know. This is kind of weird. I went to the uh, dollar store to get 3 by 5 cards because that's why I write my notes on all the time. And I went to a school supply uh, aisle and I couldn't find any. So I asked the clerk, up front, the store was empty, by the way, except for me. I said, you know, I can't, I'm looking for three by five cards, I can't find them. So he said, do you look at down aisle nine? I said, yes, I did, but I couldn't find them. I might be looking in the wrong place. He said, well, if you can't find them, we don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to go look, I guess. <laughs> and I, I, you know, I said to him, I might be looking in the wrong place. He's like, well, if you can't find them, then we're out of them. Like, I know the store real well, huh? I was waiting for him to say, well, you're out of luck. <laughs> Like, like I know the store. You, you know, you work there, and you don't want to get out from up behind the counter because you're. I don't know what. The, I think you might have been jerking off or something. Customer but, service <laughs> is not the reason for his time. Man. Yeah, yeah. I was bothering him. I think. Yeah. So this is an interesting thing that happened to me last week. I get the New York Post in the morning delivered to me, and on the front cover and on the back page, it says, "Is the 32-page NFL preview." However. I didn't have it. So I call up the New York Post and the guy says, I have no idea what you're talking about. I go, really? You're customer service and you don't know what's on the front page or the back page of the paper. He says, no. I said, well, it says a 32-page preview. So he says to me, so what do you want me to do? I said, I'd like the 32-page preview. He said, well, I'll talk to the manager. Um, well, Steph, the way you got the paper? Yeah. Is the way I got it, because you didn't get the post, and I didn't get it. And then he's giving me this attitude about, what do you want me to do? I go, you trying to say you don't want my business or what? I mean, you're giving me an attitude on the phone, not telling you I, I got half a paper. So I didn't get that, but they take my money out of, out of the account every month, every month, though. Yeah, you can bet on that. Sure. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's a shame, man. So you, you never got that 32, I never got it, the 32, 32 page, page insert. insert. Well, that was important, though, you wanted it, right? Yeah, I wanted to get that. That's why I wanted, I, I, you know, that was something that I was supposed to get. So now, that, doesn't that annoy you that you order something, you expect to get it, and all of a sudden... Well, that, it said on the front cover and on the back page that there was a 32-page NFL preview of all the teams. So my person apparently didn't put it in the papers, so 
So I'm sure I wasn't the only one that complained about it. Or maybe it just she didn't like me and didn't put her in mind. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be yeah, a shame. That too. Well, you know, you can't. Listen, when I was a kid, no matter what, I was a paper boy. And I, if I didn't have enough papers, I went out and bought it and took it off my bill. And the guy never questioned it. You know, he said, okay, if you're short paper here and there and you had to put out for it, you know, take it off your bill, whatever it was. But so this person couldn't go out during the day and buy a paper or he threw the insert out, whatever. It must have been an insert. He must have thrown the whole inserts out, apparently. Well, don't, don't the paper boys have to go and, and, and put the papers Not together? anymore. No? Not anymore. It used to be. I remember I was Yeah, I used to stay boy. up late and, and wait for Sunday paper yeah, and that, put them that together. That was the hard day because yeah. everything had to be inserted. Inserted, right. you, had to put it in order. It, had to do it. Right. And they were like... Yeah, they were thick, man, those Sunday papers. I delivered yeah. the New York uh, Daily News. Yeah. And those Sunday papers were... And I had the Newark Evening News, which was the Sunday paper was pretty yeah. thick and had about eight different sections you had to shove in on Sunday Exactly, night. right, right. Yeah. You got half the paper during the week. Yeah, and then you stopped... And, then, and at, the end of the, at the end of the week, you had to lay it out and then just... Like, you know... like Collate it. Collate it, yeah. yeah. That was hard work for paper. Yeah, it was days. hard, man. Yeah, yeah. So, and then... And in case anybody in New York hasn't heard this yet, there's a commercial for Skechers for these new shoes they have out. And it says, it feels like you're walking on marshmallows. Who walks on marshmallows? Yeah, does that mean it's soft? And, and well, it, it, that's a pro apparently what that's what they mean. But who really walks on marshmallows? Uh, not that I know of. I never walked on marshmallows in my life. The Pillsbury Doughboy, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah, about that. Nobody does that. Some of these analogies or these stupid, metaphors, just plain stupid. Just plain stupid things, yeah. make no sense. It's like a guy gets a store, they put a sign up, and they spell the man's name wrong. You mean you didn't double check that that the guy's name wasn't you know Bongo, <laughs> Bingo? I went to Virginia in December to visit somebody for seven days. It's supposed to be five days, end up being seven, whatever. And in one of the stores that they went into. There was a sign that said, we sell the best chocolate on the planet. Is chocolate sold on other planets? That makes no sense. And if it is sold on other planets, how would you know? Well, unless somebody goes up in space and brings some back. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anybody do that as of yet, have you? No. So, right. so. You know, well, so, of course, why would you say that? Well, that sounds like a dumb thing to say. We sell the best chocolate on the planet. Or even like uh, Snapple, the best drink on Earth or something like that. You know? Yeah. Really? Do we sell them on other planets? Other, you know, is there other yeah. places we sell? Yeah. Snapple? Yeah, some of it just doesn't make sense. Does anybody listen to what these things could say? You know, like, you know, I always say that, you know, GMC has a commercial that the trucks are professional grade. What were they for before? Unprofessional? Or Ford slogan. Or Ford for the Explorer, the, SUV, the best selling SUV on the planet. Do they sell it on other planets? Well, the acronym for Ford, Fix or Repair Daily. Well, that's, that was an old one, yeah. yeah. But we, we, we had the Chevy, too. Was, you know, General, GMC was General Mess of Crap, you know. These cars today, all these cars today, all electronics. Well, if the electronics go, you're screwed because nobody can find them out. I worked in a dealership, and, and there were things that we couldn't figure out because the electronics went bad. And God forbid you shouldn't sync it up to the computer, boy. You're in trouble. Yeah, Man. God forbid you don't take it to the dealership. Well, the transmissions can't. Uh, there's a tool when you when you have, listen nobody rebuilds transmissions anymore now they buy rebuilt transmissions right, or exactly. remanufacture. However, the machine to hook them up to a computer costs about fifteen or twenty grand, right. which a lot of small guys don't want to lay out. They don't do that much of it, so they don't do it. So they bring it to a dealer, 
who whacks them over the head for like $1,200. The guy whacks you for about sixteen, so he makes a little money on a deal. Plus, he's labor a little bit, which is it's really called plug and play now. They plug them in and play. That's what they call plug and play. Because it plugs out and plugs in. So basically, it's plug and play. But he's not going to tell you that. He's going to charge you about $1,000 because he had to pay the dealer 1200 And he wants to make about 500 And he's going to charge you the labor, which is another 500 Although it took him probably about an hour to put in. <laughs> so, so. Everybody's got to get there. Yeah. So this is one thing that happened last night. I was watching TV. And I'm going through the channels. I noticed the 2021 MTV Music Awards, out of like 87 channels, was on nine of them. Really? Has to be on nine channels? I actually counted them. Really? Nine, nine? channels out of 87. For the MTV Awards? Yeah. MTV Music Awards. Much to do about nothing. So you don't have a lot of choices there, because nine channels, no. instead of 87 or 84, whatever it was, you only had, you know, maybe like 73, actually, or 75. Well, out of all those channels, I didn't watch a one. Neither did I. So I didn't watch the MTV Music Awards. Would you, would you have watched it if somebody said sit down and watch it? No. No, I was watching American Gangster. You found something interesting to watch. I was watching Yankee Game. American Gangster is a good movie with uh, Russell Crowe. And I've Denzel, seen that. And Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Yeah, it was a very good movie. I like that movie. So here we are. We're wrapping the end of our segment here. Everyday annoyances. Anything else, Alan? Nah, that's pretty much it for All right, so annoyances. we're going to wrap up everyday annoyances here. We're going to come back. Uh, maybe a little bump the music. Maybe not. But we're going to come back with our theme for online dating nightmares. So yeah. if you like what you're hearing now, keep it locked here. Alan and I will be right back with online dating nightmares. So, let me tell you about scary. Some, oh, these are some scary stuff. Let me tell you. So, um, let's see where should I start? Yeah, start. At the beginning. I know. So there's too many. I'm sorry. <laughs> in case you didn't know, what I have, I've been online dating off, on and offline dating for many years, and I have a six-page journal. And every week, um, I conjure up some of the memories. Which aren't always good. Most of them aren't good. But they become nightmares in this they, segment. They are definitely nightmares. I don't lose sleep over them anymore, but I did it one time. Not anymore. This is his therapy in this segment here. Yeah, this is therapy, all right. <laughs> okay, so I met a lady online. We talked twice. We set up a meeting. Two days before the meeting, twice, not once, twice, she canceled. And then finally, after the third time we set up a meeting, she said, I can't see you because I have too many personal issues going on. What the hell is that all about for? What do you want a dating site for? Why are you setting up meetings if you can't make them? I don't get that. That's Why are you setting up meetings if you can't make it? Yeah, why yeah, why would you set up meetings if you can't make it? I don't know. Just... And why are you on a dating site if you can't meet people? Right. Because you know eventually somebody's going to want to meet you. And then you can't meet them. Right. So, like, why it do it? It doesn't make any sense to me. No, no. What do I know? Okay. So then I meet this other lady. Oh, no, this, this is not. This is what I want to put up. Yeah, I met this lady. I want to leave this for the end. I want to leave this for the end. Yeah, I want to leave that for the end, actually. I had them out of order. 
So I met a lady online. I talked to her on the site. I said, let's swap numbers. She said, I want to call from a block number. You know, I told her, trust is the must, and you ain't doing, you know, I ain't, I ain't going to answer a block number. <laughs> uh, I mean, I understand you're scared, you don't know me, but you got to give me your number because I don't answer numbers that aren't in my phone list because I get too many robocalls about auto warranty, about student loan, you know, the IRS is looking for me, uh, my three ex-wives are looking for me, uh, the sheriff of Nottingham is looking for me, <laughs> you know, so if you can't give me your number, then you ain't getting mine, end of story, that ain't the way, uh, trust is a must. If you don't have trust, I mean, get back on the bus. That's right. <laughs> Get off the wrong, you got off on the wrong stop right, then. Stop. Yeah. I'm not the guy you were supposed to That's meet. Right. <laughs> and then, this is a funny thing. Uh, this is kind of, and this happens, I don't know, this is kind of weird it happened to me, but uh, I met a lady online, and she lived near me, and she said she's 5'3", and I'm say, I said I'm 6'2", and she tells me, I don't want to see you because you're too big for me. What has that got to do with who I am? <laughs> you know, my mom was 5'2", my dad was 6'2". So what's the big deal? I mean, you are who you are, uh, you know. Because I'm six six two, you don't want to you don't want to see me. There's a joke in here somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all the same laying down actually, aren't we? Did she ever see your shoes? No, she didn't see my shoes. Oh, so she yeah, don't know you. Have she don't know I got size fourteen. She don't want to see anything else either. No, <laughs> you couldn't get past that. So this is another one, another nightmare. Another lady online and. Uh, we talked for about a week. After a week of talking, she said, I don't think we're a match. Well, you talked to me every day for a week. What made you decide now? Decide now, after a week. Not the first day, not the second day. Not the, and I'm not talking about like a five-minute conversation. I'm talking about a half-hour, an hour conversation every day for seven days. So now this person, were they nearby, far away from They there? weren't that far, no. I don't, I don't try to go with anybody over 30 miles away because a long-distance relationship Very at this different. age yeah. is difficult. Yeah, it's not going to work. So, is it your experience that two or three times before you realize round peg, square hole, they realize that this isn't going to happen? Or round hole, square peg. No hole. No hole. <laughs> no. no peg. No peg, yeah. No peg. No, no peg. <laughs> I can't get my peg in that, to that hole, no. Because <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I don't have a hole to put the peg in. Yeah. So, it's very difficult when you try to make, a, say, a love connection. Yeah. And is it disappointing? I mean, it sounds like a lot of highs and lows. I think it's a guy, and I just want to throw this out there. I think when I was younger, I was not younger, mm. uh, it was a thrill of the hunt for the male, you know, uh, to me. You know, you know what? It, it was exciting, the, the, wasn't it? The online dating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, but it also has made people lie about who they are and what they are. Or post things that didn't. And, and they, they lie about their age, they lie about their, their height. Photos Their are photos old. are old. I mean, put up recent pictures. Don't put up something that's 10 years old. You can't hide 10 years. You know what I mean? You know, I, I don't, everybody tells me I don't look my age, but listen to me. I can't pass for 48. Okay, I'm 68. I can't pass for 48. Exactly. I might, maybe 58, but not 48. Okay? So, why, as soon as you meet me, you're going to know. Right. I am not, and, you know. And, it, and if you lie to me, I have this thing, if you lie to me from the start, what else are you lying to me about? Just tell me the truth. Either I accept it or I don't. If I don't accept it, then, you know. One of your best stories that you told was about the woman who uh, yeah. you met, and she's cursing everybody oh. out. Oh, yeah. You want me to tell that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lady I met about a year and a half ago. Um, she lived uptown, 72nd and 1st Avenue. 
Overlooking Central Park. I thought she was a very classy lady, I thought. She looked like it online. She looked like Ann Margaret, actually. And built like Ann Margaret. Very pretty lady, actually. Um, and uh, she wanted to meet. We talked on the phone once, and she said, I want to meet you. I don't want to play games. I said, okay, no problem. So I came into the city, and I met her. And uh, I told her to pick a place for lunch, which, unfortunately, I didn't check out beforehand, which I should have. That's my own fault. And lunch cost me 100 bucks. <laughs> that's besides that. I had a cheeseburger that cost me $37. Wow. <laughs> Expensive cheeseburger. Yeah, and it wasn't made out of uh, great meat either, so it doesn't matter. What, they didn't get the meat from Israel or anything. But anyway, and the pandemic had just started uh, about a year and a half ago, roughly. Or, yeah, something like that, yeah. And um, people, some people were wearing a mask, some weren't. And we walk into Central Park, which is a couple blocks away. And she's cursing people out. You motherfucker! Yeah, wear a mask, goddammit! And people are going, fuck you, lady! Get the fuck away from me! And this is the first time you met her? Yeah, first time I met her. <laughs> and she, when we got to the park, she was doing the same thing with people. And people were just like, fuck you, lady! We're six feet apart, shut the fuck up! And they're like, all right, go ahead. So, um, anyway, we get back to her place. And uh, she starts taking out her husband. She had lost her husband to a car accident. Uh, he actually shoved her out of the way, and he got killed. And he was about ten years older than her. Uh, the guy was happy to go. Or 12 years old, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, she starts bringing out, he was in the Korean uh, War, and he was a medic. And she started bringing out his medals, which I really didn't care about. I didn't really want to see him, but she brought him out. And um, then she tells me a story about um, that she just went back online because she met a guy online six or eight months ago, and she found out that he was married, she used to come on the weekends, and supposedly he's a multimillionaire. And when she found out, she flew him out, but he called her and said, listen, I, I really like being with you personally, you know, intimately. And she said, well, if you come every two weeks and give me a thousand dollars, you got a deal. You got a deal. And so he's been doing that for the last four months. Do you think a guy in the first date wants to hear this, that you're screwing somebody else for a thousand dollars every two weeks? No. And the best part of it is <laughs> after that, she, she said to me, do you want a Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> so. This story gets even better because I leave, and the next day I just didn't feel good. I, you know, I have one of these days where you just wake up and you just don't feel good. Uh -huh. So I know she wanted me to come back in the city, and I said, listen, I'm not coming in the city. I don't feel well. I got the giant game on with the sound off. Um, I got the phone pretty much off. Please don't bother me the rest of the day. I just don't feel good. So I, I really didn't feel good the whole day. I think I took Alka-Seltzer cold and flu that day because I just didn't feel good. I was out of sorts, which that doesn't happen too often to me. But I just, I just was out of whack that day. And the next morning, instead of saying, how are you feeling? She sends me a text saying, why the freak didn't you call me yesterday? Why did you ignore me? So I said, lady, you really want to know why I ignored you? Now I'm going to tell you. I said, first of all, you curse like a... Truck driver? I won't even say a truck driver. Truck, some truck drivers I know don't curse like that. I said, second of all, I don't care about your husband's medals. Third, I don't know what to know about this guy on the first date that's screwing you for $1,000 every two weeks. Uh, I'm not a fucking drug addict, so I don't need Xanax. I'm not depressed, okay? Uh, I said, you gotta, think, you gotta work on yourself before you can have a relationship with anybody else. And about five hours later, I got, a, I got an email, a text from her saying, thank you for being honest with me. So you're pretty much their therapist, too. You tell them, again, kind of like, 
What's going yeah, on? I thought I was doing, meeting a high-class woman on 72nd or 1st Avenue, Hell, which uh, was a high-priced area, and I, she ends up to be a freaking wacko. Yeah, that seems like she's uh, not right mentally. One story that you tell, yeah. and uh, you talk about the haircut. Oh, you like this one. I like it. Yeah, so I meet this lady online. Now, if you haven't heard this story before, this is a hysterical story. Um, in case you don't know this, whoever's listening to this, I am Jewish. So I meet this Jewish lady, and she doesn't live far from me, and she wants to meet at a diner. She wants me to pick her up, and we're going to go to a diner. So I pick her up at her place. She lives in the adult community, which is no problem, right near where I live. And I pick her up, and uh, I'm wearing jeans and a nice shirt and a nice leather jacket, and we're going to a diner to eat. And she says, you know, I really don't like the way you're dressed. And uh, I don't like your haircut. It looks like an Italian haircut. <laughs> I don't know what an Italian haircut looks like, but she didn't like my haircut. She didn't like the clothes I was wearing. We're going to a diner. I didn't need to wear a suit. I need to get dressed. I look, I look presentable. I don't go, when I meet somebody, I always look presentable. I mean, today, I'm, you know, if you see me online now, I'm wearing my our shirt. But normally, I wear a golf shirt or something. It's nice, you know. If it's a little colder, I wear a nice long sleeve shirt. You're she, always dressed right. I, I, I dress for the occasion. You do, you do. I have no idea what an Italian haircut is. Do you know? You're Italian. Do you know what an Italian haircut is? I think about it. I think about, like, Roman, or Roman like the Roman gladiators. And my answer to that is when I was a kid, my father came one time to give me and my brother a haircut. And what he did is he took a salad bowl and he put it on her heads and he like cut. It's a bowl cut. A bowl cut, yeah. yeah. Every time I see him, I say, stay over there, don't come near me. <laughs> my mother's what's the matter? I said, he ain't touching me. <laughs> he ain't touching me. That's <laughs> that, a bowl cut. Was, I ain't want no bowl cut. And every time I have salad now, I back up from the salad bowl. Uh-oh, you know, is my old man around the here? Salad bowl. Salad bowl. You know, I looked Chinese for a couple of days. You know. <laughs> Especially my brother. Yeah, my brother was very fair complex. Robbie, I love you. He's not here now. <laughs> Robbie had the bangs were like, you know. <laughs> around the back. Around bangs around the back. <laughs> yeah, I had curly hair, so I was okay. But my brother had the bangs all the way around. The mullet hair. He had the mullet. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is an Italian? Please tell somebody, please now, tell me what an Italian haircut here's is. Here's what I think it is. <laughs> you see a picture of John Travolta with his hair slicked back. back. Yeah. To was... me, that would be an Italian hair. I guess he felt my hair would slick back a yeah. little bit. But just because someone's Italian doesn't mean every one of them cousins has right. a pizza place. Right. <laughs> That's what they would say. Oh, you're Italian, so you know. I got a Jewish deli. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have it. Well, they'll say, I don't have pizza. You're I got Jewish, a, so Jewish. It's, it's, I got a, a Jewish deli. You no, know, there's an accountant in your, in your family. <laughs> there's a dentist. There's a doctor. Oh, pastrami and corned beef on rye. <laughs> what the hell is an Italian haircut? I have no. I never heard that in my entire life. Uh, I think it's funny because. And the funny part was I never saw her again. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. You don't like my clothes. You don't like my hair. Get lost. <laughs> Sorry. So now this has just happened to me just the other day. Uh, this is funny. I mean, it, it's it's aggravating, but it's funny. I went on a website that I was on years ago. And I filled the application, then I realized, I said, no, I don't want to be on this fucking site. I just, this site's a fucking piece of crap. A dating site. Will you give us the name of it? No, no I won't. Right. I'll leave it alone. I should, though. <laughs> but I won't. I'll be nice. And so, maybe later, we've tightened the end yeah. of this bit here. Maybe next week I'll, he says, bring I'll out, divulge. He'll, he'll, bring out, he'll bring the story out again. I'll have to say it again. So, <laughs> I yank so, it out of him. <laughs> so they keep sending me emails. 
that you, you, we match up with this person or that. So I sent him an email. I said, listen, take my picture down. Take my profile down because I didn't join your site. And they say, we need more information. I don't want it. What did and I've, I've sent them like six emails now in the last week. And they keep sending me emails. We need more information. What do you need? You have my email address. You have my picture. You have my freaking profile up there. We're Take not, it down. We're not letting you go. Take it down. No. You know why? Because they're making it look like they got more people signed up that aren't members. That's why. We can't afford to lose this guy. <laughs> Wait. We got 5,000 members, but only only 1,000 are really on. Active. Active. The other 4,000 ain't really on. They, they were able. <laughs> no. They, they canceled their profile, but we never took them down, so it makes us look like we got 5,000 people on our site. We don't have nobody here. Let's call us switch, switch kind of, isn't it? So, I don't know. It's kind of crazy stuff that goes on online dating, man. So, that's about it for that segment, I All think. right, so... Here we are, online dating nightmares. If you like what you're hearing, and they are nightmares. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> keep it scary. Back. Keep, keep it here. We're coming back. Drives me crazy. Like no one else. She drives me crazy, and I can't help myself. Shame. But if you like us and you like what you're hearing, where do you find us, Steph? You'll find us on bitshoot.com for video and for podcasts. You'll find us on Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify. Red Circle, Spotify, and our and own, own personal site, Son, Son of, of a, a Bitcher. So, and you can find also us on Zazzle. Zazzle. We Zazzle. have a, a spot on Zazzle. Uh, Internet Guy. Internet Guy. What do we have on Zazzle? What we've kind of things? We've got T-shirts. We've got... Uh, we got our hats, hats here. That we we got here. sweatshirts. Sweatshirts. Sneakers. Sneakers. Keychains. Quite what a else? bit of things what else we've is, got is there. Oh, it's just it's a few lot other things, things. right? Yeah, yeah, if lot. you want to support us, that'll help us out. If not, go screw yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're not doing it for the money, really. We're just putting some stuff up there. Maybe we'll make a little money. Um, and we're just having fun with this. So yeah. if you like us, listen to us. If you don't, take a rubber hose and shove it up your nose or any place else you want to stick it. And to our Jewish uh, friends who are listening, um, Happy New Year, and atone for your sins tomorrow. Throw a lot of stones, hopefully not in the water, because you don't have a lot of sins, you don't have to worry about it. And uh, that's pretty much a wrap for today, isn't it? Pretty much. So we're heading for number 33 next week. 33. Who can believe 33. 33. Yeah, so this has been a pleasure, Alan, working with you today as always. And as always, we never know what's going to come out of your mouth. Or even my mouth. And that's the nice thing about this show is a lot of synchronicity, you know, what we're doing. And uh, tell somebody, if you like what we're doing, pass it on, subscribe, because we are two guys Two guys just bullshitting. And ain't no stopping us now. So uh, just like the theme song goes. So we thank you again, and we'll see you next week. Shalom. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time.